Season two. Wow. What's up, Muppet Uppers? It's hey, Monday. Uh, yet again, it's Monday. But to us, it is still Monday in for 10 minutes. Will it be Christmas when they hear this yet? <sighs> I don't know. Let's see. Okay. Um, Christmas is over. Oh, Christmas Chris- was Saturday, How did- and it's now Monday. Wow. How- Merry Christmas, everyone. We're, How did it go? We're recording this on the 13th, so... Wow. It is not Christmas yet for us. Christmas is coming up. Christmas is coming up for us. Christmas has come and gone for everyone else and for you at home. Yeah. I hope it was great. Mine was really good. I'm sure mine was great. No, yours was. You told me it was. I'm sure I did. You were like, Christmas was really good this year. I'm sure I did. That sounds like me. And you got something very special. Oh. Yeah. You got a haircut. I did? Yeah. Wow. On Christmas Day. Oh my God, a Christmas haircut. Yeah. Do I look nice? You do look nice. It's really short. Really short. Yeah, it's almost unrecognizable. It's almost like negative hair. It's basically like your hair is reverted, started growing inside yeah. the, uh, the opposite direction, mm-hmm. towards your brain. That's why old people have so much hair in their ears and nose, because that's what's happening. Do you have a lot of nose? You do have a lot of nose hair, right? Yes. I have very little nose you hair. You have very little hair in general. I'm not the hairiest boy. You have a lot of ear hair at all? No, thank God. I, yeah, that was. Thank suck. God I have, as far as I know, no ear hair. Yeah. I'm sure it's coming, though. Last week, we talked a lot about Merkins. We did talk a lot about Merkins. So, you know, we're kind of keeping the theme of hair alive mm-hmm. on Muppet Up. But, but anyway, Merry, Chris, I mean, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And Happy That's New Year, up. looking forward. Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to look forward my field of vision a little bit past you to a very special guest we have here today. Jack, would you like to introduce our guest? I would. Go right ahead. This is Hannah. Hello. Hi. Now, Hannah, what's your last name again? It's a Ronigan. Ronigan. Now, we're saying Ronigan, though... There is an unpronounced N in there. Yeah, it's an N-heavy last name. How do you spell it? R-O-N-N-I-N-G-E-N. So that looks like it would be Roningen. Roningen. But it's Ronigan. I I, I speed it up a little. Ronigan. It's been stylized. I know that that everyone's eager to get to the, the discussion of Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh. I zoomed through with the last name. Oh no no no! We have plenty oh. of time. Okay okay. Take then your time Ron on that and last Gitten. name. There you go. Thank we, you. Jack and I played a, a show the other day, and uh, the opening band basically called Jack Jack Hamburger. Jack <laughs> Hamburger. Uh, he said Jack Hababa. Okay. <laughs> but then no, he said Jack Hababa because uh-huh. because he and he it was kind of smart how he did it because he was like Jack Hababa and then. Like he like Jack cut, cut himself off to go yeah. to a different thought, but then later he basically said Jack Hamburger. I didn't hear that. He was like, "And eh, Jack Hamburger, f- that guy." I We're I don't know. I think that could be... be on the podcast in the future. F- him, <laughs> elephant in the room. Yeah, I, I, go ahead. I hate to do this to everyone. Oh God! I, I hate to here stop it, it short. Here it comes. Hannah here is my girlfriend. I know that's going to be disappointing to a lot of listeners. The fan I know between the two like, of us, I do have not- the more sultry voice, so it would follow that perhaps I might might be considered the the sex symbol, and to know that I'm not available Whoa. anymore might might be a letdown to some of you. Maybe not all of you. I know that there are. Isaac has quite a People few like me. Quite a few fans. People like me. People love. Me. I'm up. I'm. I'm maybe not the most popular. You're a huggable Muppet. Host, but uh, what? You're a huggable Muppet. Thank you. I wow. mean it. I'm going to give you a big hug tonight. Okay. And you're going to love I look it. forward to it. How's the relationship going, guys? Great. Really good. Well, yeah. She finds new ways to delight me every day. There's a there's a little bit of tension. <laughs> there's a little bit of tension? 
I, I wanted to do a bit. This was discussed previously. Go ahead. That I, I had a... Hey, um, I'm not stopping. Should I do you my... know about the bit. Do I do my bit? Hannah... Well, okay, okay. Hannah's bit. There's a little bit of tension. Between <laughs> between you two and your relationship. Between us and our relationship. Okay. You went... <laughs> and what it... What, what... Hannah, go ahead and do your bit. Okay. Get into character. Now, there's a little bit of tension. Yeah, there's a little bit of tension Why in the relationship. Why is there tension, Hannah? You yes, know... Hannah. Why is there? Well, the Muppets are... Very special to me, just oh, as here we go. Just as they're yeah, special, special to the two of you. Oh. But uh, the Muppets are special to you, right? Eh boy, not like this. Okay. So, I did, you know, have a, a previous, oh a previous sexual relationship. Sexual with, relationship? Sexual, romantic, intimate mm. relationship with mm. uh, with animal. Oh. The uh, the uh, drummer. Oh. Mr. Chief Man. What? So when did that start? It was it was long ago. You do know, it was long. To, it was long before to, me and Jack. Do we have to go in with the questions on this? Do you? I mean, I feel like it's I, hard enough. Out of respect to you, I understand. Yes, why I maybe should let this go, but out of respect to our fans, I feel like they need an inside scoop on the life of Animal. Don't you agree? I think that Animal has dispense with enough inside scoops for the day. <laughs> I guess that leads me to my next question, Hannah, because it's a little bit of a tie-in. Um, but as you know, we ask every guest, every new guest, the same three questions. And those three questions are, number one, I want to know your Muppet history, your Muppet background. You know, what do you love about the Muppet so much and what and brings you here today? please, with your Muppet history... Stick with your childhood, please. Uh huh. I'll I'll spare we, you the. We, we, we've exhausted your adult. Muppet the history. intimate personal details. Please do. I need to know your top three Muppets okay. in descending order, and I need. Well, I was going to say I need to know who you think the sexiest Muppet is. It's too painful. I can't hear it. <laughs> I think there's an exception to this question, and 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 this is the exception. I'm not going to ask that. Thank question you. Today. Thank you. Out of respect for you're Jack, a, you're I will a not good friend. And no, you're a great co-host. Thank you. I won't ask that question today, but we'll do the first two. Uh, your Muppet history and your top three Muppets in descending order, please. Okay. Well, uh, Muppet history, vast and varied. I was a I was a Muppets kid for sure. Maybe, maybe not as much as the two of you. I I don't have a podcast dedicated to the Muppets. I think I watched the '80s ones, '80s and '90s Muppets. Well, there movies more frequently. Many '80s Muppets. Was okay. Well, there was um, Treasure Island. Yeah, a, Muppets yeah, Treasure 90, Island. 90 big um, Muppets from Space. Also, yeah, that was yeah. the one I remember the most. Leading into that, I was I'm I'm a Gonzo girl. Mm. Got to get it out of the way. Love Gonzo. Wow. So was Jack. Yeah. And look at us now. Did you have the tapes? Were you were those available to you in your home? I. You believe no i'm not sure if those on, were on in if those were in my repertoire or more of a tv like a dvr situation yeah. yes it was definitely yeah with with the parents the tivo oh uh, we direct were, tv yeah we were a uh, at&t family at&t okay. at yeah shout out tivo <laughs> tivo I love tivo because because oh Take me back there. Paint a picture. What is the environment in which you're discovering your love of Gonzo? What's ha what, uh, what uh, TV? I was a uh, going to the, the Muppet Vision. Yeah, I was maybe. a I was a I was a spunky uh, child. I'm I'm guessing I was into the Muppets. You know, childhood age. I don't have you a Sesame Street. Oh, of course. Oh my gosh, I forget. Yes, yeah, Sesame Street. Of course, Sesame Street. Yeah. Um, grew up on Sesame Street transitioned into the Muppets. I when think did my, you move to San Diego? I was, I was born in San Diego. <laughs> Sesame, Street. Sesame Street. That takes place in New York City, baby. Oh. God damn. You got me there. Go oh, I'm floundering. I trip you up. I'm, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep chugging along. You're doing great. Yeah, no, I loved um, 
all of the Muppets. I really like puppetry. I like um, me too. I like the f- the attention to detail. I like the craft. I like the spirit. Yeah, I was a big Muppets girl. I'm just gonna say it. I think all three of us are fans of puppets. Yeah, yeah that's I, like I think puppets are I great. like puppets in puppets any in form general, really. Puppets are awesome. I think in my life I have had a hand in making a hand in Hey, pun not intended but retroactively intended. Now intended. Yes, yes. I think I've had a hand in making at least four puppets in my life I have had a hand in making. Now, I've had a hand in making different types of puppets as in felt muppet Puppet type puppets, um, maybe only two, but uh, I made a lot of sock puppets as a kid. Uh, I have made uh, like those paper and string puppets. I've made kind of clay. Oh, we made those of puppets of like ourselves. That. We made those puppets of ourselves. So that's two more puppets. Made plenty of puppets. Yeah, no, I I regrettably have not had a hand in making. That's just fine. In the making of the puppets, I'm just an appreciator. And Hannah, there's nothing wrong with that. Hannah, I'd love to hear your top three Muppets in descending order, please. Let's see. I Number would say, three. so starting with three, that's descending. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. Give me a moment. Hot debate. Give me a moment. In the Muppets sphere. Yeah, because I have, mm-hmm. I have thought, I've known the day will come that I'll be on the podcast. It was inevitable. Okay. I am going to go, extremely controversial choice in this group. I'm going to go um, number three, Miss Piggy. You know, if you identify with Miss, Miss Piggy and you have a love for her, I'm not going to fault you. I, I that's great. I think I need to get one in for the girlies. I love her comedic value. I love the way she plays off Kermit. I love a Kermie. I think often we get characterized as Piggy haters. I have yeah. never said that I don't like Miss Piggy. Yeah. I in my private moments, I may have I had think, some words about Miss Piggy. I have said that... I don't have a love for Miss Piggy before, which... I have a love for Miss Piggy. But, but I have also very clearly said, I think, either referring to a, I don't know, top 15 list or something, if she's not in anyone's top 15 list, you're ignoring a lot of the Muppets. See, mm-hmm. and I've listened to the Skylar episode in which mm-hmm. you went through the, the, I think it was like an NPR ranking. Of, Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. And then there was um, an episode with Joey mm-hmm. and that one also, when, I think you had revised your ranking. Was that the, the finale? Made a, that was the finale, yes. You made a top 10 or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm a good girlfriend. I, 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 I keep up, I keep fan. up with the pod. And I appreciate it. Um, I remember thinking okay i gotta remember this like i had a lot of opinions on the rankings i was ready and i don't know necessarily that like i i have such a love for kermit as a character Mm -hmm. but he's not he's not in my top three currently and i I put miss piggy there Mm -hmm. do i rank he's not in my top three do, do i rank piggy above kermit See, it's, I wouldn't do that. It's I wouldn't, tricky. but I understand if you do. I, 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 I think it's just fine. So I think it's I, totally good. I am. We are coming fresh off of watching Muppets Christmas Carol, and I yes. thought that her yeah. presence in that movie was delightful. I don't think we explicitly said it, but this episode we are talking oh. about <laughs> Christmas Carol. Yeah. This is the third out of four Christmas specials that we are yeah. doing, and yeah. the next one will be the last one. This is. Uh, probably the most popular Muppet Christmas thing Absolutely. ever made. Mm-hmm. And we are talking about it today. This is a, actually a big episode. A lot of people has, have asked us to do this. Yeah. This is a big deal. A lot of people have asked to be on this episode. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry to everyone who asked. Multiple people did. You uh, guys didn't f*** me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everyone who wanted to be on this episode, uh, we'll have you on later. But it was a time crunch as... Uh, uh, oh, it was a time. Oh, it was a time crunch. Well, this is part of the Muppet Marathon, you know. Jackson yeah, this is our Muppet, Muppet Marathon, Marathon, the storied Muppet Marathon. Yeah. 
Jack leaves three in two nights, days. three episodes. Yeah, this is the Muppet. This is night two of the Muppet Marathon. Last night we recorded Emma Daughter's Jug Band Christmas. No, we no. did not. Last night we recorded a Muppet Christmas Letters to Santa. Yeah, tonight we are doing this one. Muppet Christmas Carol. Tomorrow night we are doing the next one. The next one. Anyway, Does it, number two, Hannah. Number two. Oh, number two. My number two. I am gonna go with. Um, I think I don't think it's too controversial of a choice. I am gonna go with Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear. Not controversial to me at all. Yeah. No, I respect I, it. Love it. I, I love a waka waka. I love... I love an eh? Yeah, I love silly... T- I, I think of myself as a bit of a Fozzie. I'm a bit of a jokester. I like mm-hmm. to have fun. I'm a little silly. So yeah, I definitely relate to him. And the number one, of course, um, Gonzo. Gonzo. You're a Gonzo girl. Yeah, I... Three straight classic Muppets. I love your take. I'm so glad to hear. Yes, I I love Gonzo. I think he's uh, incredible. I love his work, his chicken work. Incredible. Thank you. Many people are anti-Gonzo and or anti-Gonzo's chicken fascination dimension. I find it lovely. It's one part of it's a funny little bit and I have nothing wrong with it. Also, so I was not asked the sexiest Muppet because of my uh, my yes. prior and you know we, we won't get into it Jack is I mean I I, I don't want to do podcast for fun Jack, and Jack's I don't want to sp- are watering up Jack is, is in escape. the corner of the room his voice is getting shaky this he's is- punching holes in the wall he has a Kermit in his throat <laughs> great list thank you great thank list you. Hannah I got one more question to ask you because it is Christmas time because right. it's the season of giving i want to know what do you want for christmas oh my goodness what do i want for christmas that's a lovely question i think if i could if i could get one thing i'm really on a scented candle kick i believe i've discussed this with both of you before yeah i'm a very simple woman i like a nice scented candle i like to light a candle like what scent palette um i go for a woodsier or a more floral i like yeah, like a natural scent. The one I just got is Ocean Mist. Oh, it's delightful, Jack. Jack, you like that? Do you like that? Shit? It was very nice. Jack did walk into my apartment and say, "Wow, it smells great in here." It, it sure like, did. It smells like Ocean Mist. It did. Wow. Thank you, Hannah. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. Thank you, Isaac. I believe I you did already ask me what I wanted for Christmas, and I also set a candle. Really? Yeah, and you also said it was boring. That did not happen. One hundred percent. When did that happen? I, I don't know. I don't think that happened. I don't think Jack was there. Doesn't sound like I believe it was you, because I believe you also said, "What a boring Ansel." I'm not getting you a f-ing candle. I'm gonna give you a candle. <laughs> you don't have to, guys. I have a game for you. What? Yeah, I for I us? love games. I have a Hannah game loves games. games. I love games. I'm glad you love games. Um, I'm bringing back for season two, quote von quote. Oh my God! It's back. One of one of my favorites. Yeah. Wow! Really, Hannah? I I I've liked a lot of the games. I like that one. I like the uh, the rap game. Yeah, Beauregard's Big Beats. Beauregard's Big Beats, of course. Yes. Good. Well, this is a special edition of quote von quote, as it is Christmas time. This is not only the Christmas edition of quote von quote, but it is also the man or Muppet edition of quote von quote. <gasps> but it is also the edition of quote von quote that is did a love actually cast member or muppet say this wow because it's christmas time i chose a movie with a lot of notable names uh and that is 2003's which love actually we had no idea that you were going to do this game this is the first we're hearing of it yeah none at all but hannah and i did right before watching a muppet christmas carol watch love actually yeah what, so, did, what did you think of it? Wait, so are these quotes from the cast members? From the from, cast members. Not from the movie. It's, so it's either a quote from, say, Hugh Grant or a In quote from... an interview from, or something. Yeah, or uh, just, yeah, uh, something he has said. But not or in, from... It, nothing is from Love Actually, but it okay. could have been from a movie or okay. from an interview. Okay. okay. Uh, or from a book, who knows, you know. Or, or a Muppet character saying something in a movie, in an interview, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. So I will list mm-hmm. two options... One being a Muppet, one being a Love Actually cast member, and you have to tell me who said that. Okay. Uh, do you guys like Love Actually? Yeah. I liked it. Yes, I, I've seen it before. So have I. I think, really? Mm-hmm. 
both have seen it before and you watched it tonight. Yeah, it's we Christmas, we we Isaac. rented it from Movie Madness. Holy sh! Yeah, it's Christmas. It's not Isaac. it's not streaming, so we did pick wow, it up. Guys. I, I believe I have seen it before. I don't remember much. It's of enjoyable. It. It's not amazing, but it's fun. Yeah, it it's holds kind of a classic. It holds special memories. Yeah, there's parts I don't like. I don't like when Alan Rickman cheats on his beloved wife. Ugh, terrible. Yeah. Well, All right. Rick- well, I'm going to start this game. Go ahead. Scrooge-like behavior, really. Mm. Oh, we'll, we'll get into we'll get into Scrooge. Huh? Hey, <laughs> trust me. Question number one. Yes. Quote number one. Yes. Okay. My idea of a good night out is staying in. Who said that? Martin Freeman or Fozzie Bear? Hannah. You know this one is tripping me up. I am going to go. Martin Freeman. I think he's a a little cozy guy. Mm-hmm. His idea of a good night out is staying in. Yeah, Jack? I'm gonna go Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Neither mm. of you saying Fozzie Bear? No. no. Locking it in. Yes. Locking the answer. Martin Freeman. Nice. Great. Yeah, Martin Freeman seems to me like a guy who likes to uh, stay in, cozy up, wear his slippers. You know, he and probably has a Scrooge type pajama set. He, oh, sure. we'll, we'll get into the pajamas as well. Of, of the movie. I have a lot uh, to say about the pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to go question number two, quote number two. I see the world through my eyes. It's sometimes a strange world. Who said that? Kira Knightley or Big Bird? Hmm. So Jack goes first on this Jack, one? go first. I see the world through my eyes. It's sometimes a strange world. Kira Knightley or Big Bird? I'm going to say Big Bird, though you probably are tricking me. Hannah? So I was also going to say Big Bird, but now I'm wondering if I should... Well, there's a strategy there. You know, yeah, you could, yeah, yeah. You could, if you want to win the game. I mean, All right, so strategic... Whoever wins the game gets a Santa candle from me. I'll pay for it. Oh, sh- The stakes just got higher. Yeah. Um, You know what? Yeah, I'm going to say... I, I was thinking Big Bird, but I'm going to say maybe Kira said that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go double K. The answer is Kira Knightley. Wow. Uh, That's the point. Wow. All right, right, Kira. All right. All right. Next quote. It is two to one. Hannah in the lead. Take a deep breath and look around. A lot of folks deserve to die. Who said that? Audrey Two from Little Shop of Horrors or Liam Neeson from Love Actually. Hannah? Would you repeat the quote? Take a deep breath and look around. A lot of folks deserve to die. Oh my goodness. This one really could go either way. Because Liam Neeson has been in so many action movies. Mm-hmm. Audrey 2, of course. The, the killer plant from the Little Shop. The killer Audrey 2. Um, I'm going to go Liam on that one. Mm, me too. Liam Neeson. Both locking in Liam Neeson. Yeah. I'm going to lock in Liam. The answer is Audrey 2. Oh, no. Audrey 2 said that one. Well. Okay. Still 2 to 1. Hannah in the lead. All right. All right. I think it's important to be kind because if you're kind to somebody, then they'll be kind to somebody and it goes on and on and on. A nice Christmas sentiment. Right? Yeah. Very true. Very much the sentiment of the Christmas Carol. Mm. Who said that? Alan Rickman or Elmo? Jack? Elmo. Hannah? <sighs> See, again, I want to say Elmo, but this could be a real stumper. I'm going to go Alan. I'm going to go Alan. It suited Locking me first. I'm going to lock in Alan. Switching it up here. The answer is Elmo. Yeah. All right. Hey, tied we're tied. Up. Tied up. We're tied. All right. You're about as useful as a one-legged man at an ass-kicking contest. Who said that? Phil Phillips, the lead character of Happy Time Murders, or Rowan Atkinson from Love Actually? Would and you, Mr. B. Would you repeat the quote? You're about as useful as a one-legged man at an ass-kicking contest. 
I am going to say the um, Happy Time Murders protagonist. I I just, I don't want to imagine Rowan saying mm. something it's like that. It's for sure Phil Phillips. <laughs> it's very naughty of Rowan to say. It's very, you know, maybe that's mm. why. Well, I just don't think, you know, as, as a British man, he's a bit more reserved. Mm-hmm. Mm. So Jack, I'm, you're I'm, saying the same thing. I'm Phil lo- Phillips, think, both walking so. in Phil yeah, Phillips. Locking in Phil. The answer is Rowan Atkinson. Oh, oh no. Duped ya. My beloved Rowan. Okay. Duped ya. So, it is tied up two to two. Mm-hmm. Last quote here for ya. All right. All right. I hey. Would, good luck. I would suggest luck, you Jack. guys each choose a different answer so that, you know. Okay. One of us wins. But one of us I wins. think on this one, Jack gets to go first. Okay. And I said, look, mother... It's my life, okay? So if I want to live on a beach and walk around naked, I can. Who said that? Janice or Hugh Grant? Janice. Hugh Grant. You're both confident in those answers, it seems. Yes. You're both like, that is who said that. Yes. Well... You know, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I, I believe it's Hugh Grant who said that. Because you could tie it right now and I could, you know, come up with another one. But if you wanted no, to No, no, no. I'm going to go Hugh. I think it's Janice. I'm going to go Hugh. In fact, I know it's Janice. The answer is... Hugh Janice? <laughs> Maybe it's Hugh Janice. Jack, you said you wouldn't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> the answer is... Janice. Oh no! I do remember that. It's a quote from the Muppet uh, Muppet Steak Manhattan. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, everyone gets quiet, and then I believe she gets cut off, and I actually added the I can. Okay. Yeah, because it's walk around naked, and then someone someone says like Scooter's like whoa whoa whoa, Mm -hmm. you know he Mm -hmm. freaks out. Mm -hmm. So Jack takes the win. So actually, I have to buy Jack a scented candle for Christmas. Thank you. I like sandalwood. You would? I do. Would you? I would. So uh, today I reached out to our fans on Instagram and I asked everyone, hey, if you got a question to ask the Muppet Up crew, feel free to ask it right here and we'll answer it live on the air. Yep. So right here on my phone, Mm -hmm. I have a bunch of questions. All right. We're going to read them and we're going to answer them. Okay. I'm all ears. Here's the first question we got on Instagram. What's the one Jim Henson project that you don't get the hype for? This is a good, interesting question. Uh, What comes to mind for me, I guess, regretfully, is Muppet Treasure Island. F*** you. I know. F*** your mother. (laughs) Hey. Jane is a very lovely lady, Jack. See, we're pro-Jane on this podcast. We love you, Mom. We gotta cut that. She'll never let me live that down. (laughs) <laughs> I if I were to say there's one I mean Are you it's not, not like there's a ton of hype for dinosaurs like yeah that's the know? thing most of the ones I don't like don't have that much hype yeah, are you so a, it's like, go ahead are now. you a Tim Curry fan I, I like Tim Curry just fine yeah I love Tim Curry I like Tim Curry and, I love but, Tim Curry. but um yeah if if out of the main Muppet movies that's the one I guess that I've heard from a lot of people that is their favorite or one of their favorites, and it's one that it's great. It just falls a little short for me. But that's that's my answer, Jack. What about you? I mean, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Since okay, there was true. the hype from like the Muppet fan groups we're in on Facebook, yeah, and, and this is something we didn't acknowledge on the episode. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people talking about how they had seen it literally eight. Or nine times they were yeah. so into I, Muppets Haunted Mansion. I don't that they watched I can't it over understand and that. over and over again. Yeah. So if that counts, that, I mean that does. There was hype about that. it being a new thing. I we'll see where that hype is in a few years. I mean, it's probably going to be completely gone. Actually, I have a better answer. Okay, Muppet Babies. Oh okay. yeah, 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 interesting. Yeah, yeah. Muppet Babies. Yeah, Muppet Babies are beloved. People they love really the Muppet love Babies. Yeah. I'd like them more if they were puppets. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. They are not. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I could change. I mean, I haven't watched almost any Muppet I mean, Babies, we'll and I'm sure we'll get day, there. Maybe yeah. my mind will change right now. Keep them adults. Yeah. Yeah. And keep them furry. Yeah. See, I, um, 
very easily swayed by a, by a cute thing. Mm-hmm. And so to yeah. me, oh my You're God, me. tiny little Muppet babies, adorable. Next question we got on Instagram. Would you rather be attacked by a bunch of duck-sized horses or a horse-sized duck? Um, Who asked that? Anna. What's up, Anna? <laughs> hey, Anna. A bunch of uh, <laughs> a bunch of little horses or a one big duck. A bunch of little horses. Yeah, because like the pecking isn't a, a an issue. Like horses, stop, drive, and roll. I could just kick them. Yeah. I could fuck up a bunch of tiny ass ducks too. How, yeah. What is the number of horses? A bunch. It's, this is a bunch. Let's a say bunch. let's say thirty. I don't know who who in their right mind would possibly say a horse sized duck that they would prefer. A horse sized duck is. Clearly the worst of the two options. Very scary, yes. All right, next one. Would you rather have grandpa nuts or nuts filled with jello? Um what? (laughs) Is it a medical problem that my nuts are full of jello? I I don't know. Would you rather have Big long nuts or normal nuts that are filled with jello. I guess normal nuts. Do you that are think filled with jello? in either scenario you can still reproduce? In the grandpa nut scenario, you definitely can. In the jello scenario, I doubt it. So maybe grandpa nuts then. I guess. I I, I guess. Sure. I don't know. I don't grandpa really nuts. Gonna, You're in luck. Gonna grandpa say, nuts. Gonna say grandpa nuts. <laughs> I'm gonna say grandpa nuts. Now here's another question. Grandpa nuts for uh, two hundred, please. So it being Dick Van Dyke's birthday, we got a question today. It is? Yeah, it's Dick Van Dyke's birthday. Oh my God, happy birthday. I love Dick Van Dyke so much. Friend of the Muppets, friend of the pod. Dick, if somehow you are listening, please reach out. We love you, We'd love to have you on. So um, because it's his birthday, this fan wants to know if you would rather eat a bowl of your own toenails or lick both of Dick Van Dyke's feet. I'm licking Dick Van Dyke's feet. Hannah? I would also lick Dick Van Dyke's feet, yeah, but yeah, Jack, bowl is you, a lot of toenails. you were a little too eager to lick those toes <laughs> there. I'm fine with, I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm looking Dick Van Dyke's toes. The feet he danced on. It's it's heel to toe. I kind of when I think of like an old man foot, Mm -hmm. I think of it as I don't think of an old man foot as being like the grossest thing about an old man. Are you thinking about old man feet a lot? Like Grandpa Nuts. Well, when it comes up, (laughs) when it comes up organically, it comes up in the pot a lot. When it comes up, it comes up. I can't help it. Okay. Um. So I yeah like an old I'm man gonna, is I'm like gonna, in a slipper not doing very yeah, much during the day. I think yeah. it's kind of dry. I'm gonna definitely choose to lick the sh out of Dick Van Dyke's feet. It actually sounds. It doesn't sound that bad. It sounds like totally fine. It's okay. Yeah. The, so it's the official opinion of Muppet Up. Yeah. We would rather we lick would Dick rather Van Dyke's feet than eat a bowl of our own toenail. So I uh, got one more question from Instagram. This comes from our good buddy Gavin. Gavin. Thanks, buddy. When are you coming down? Yeah. Love to see you. Come on, buddy. Gavin writes, which host would be a better Muppet, assuming they'd be comfortable having felt skin? Okay, so we are the Muppets. So not we are the Muppeteers. I don't no. know. Are you out of you yeah, out of you or me, which one is a better Muppet as a Muppet character? You. You know, instinctually I I, I thought that you would say that. And I hey, I'd love to be a Muppet. But um You'd be a very entertaining Muppet. Um, well, thank you. Uh, if you if you turned all of your traits up to eleven, not only would you be unbearable, but also <laughs> uh, you would be a really entertaining Muppet because you'd be sort of a paranoid, yeah, uh, yeah, very angry, you'd yeah. Be a, you'd be like a Bert meets um, animal. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Mean, I think you would be a great Muppet, and your look would be great. I think I would also have a very fun look as a Muppet, too, mm-hmm. and kind of have the the maybe t- more typical... You have the more Muppety demeanor yeah. out of the two of us, yeah. I would say. I think naturally, but... Hannah, what do you think? Yeah, I want to know what Hannah thinks, honestly. It's a little... It's hard for me to imagine one of you as a Muppet... And not both. Not Just one. I feel like with the the puppet movie, the perfect ending was you know I I got to see coming the two soon. of coming soon. the two of you in in puppet form. 
Um, that is a very diplomatic answer. Well, no, and I think you both um, translate to that medium very well. Um, I think that the official position of Muppet Up is that we could not imagine a world in which yeah. one of us was a Muppet without the other. But I love the question, Gavin. Great question, Gavin. Great question. So thank you to all of our fans for sending in questions on yes. Instagram. We'll do it you know, somewhere down the line again. Yeah, of course. What should we call this? Is that called something? Uh, we had Prairie Dawn's post office, but it's sort of like that. Yeah, it's um, it's like animals ask me anything. That's good. You want that, really? Yeah, that's good. Okay, sure. Uh, anyway, really, you're fine with <laughs> with animal being the. I'm trying to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a struggle, but I'm being trying. strong for the pod. I'm trying my best. I don't want to come off too neurotic. It's time for us to take a break. When we come back, we'll be discussing our thoughts on the 1992 movie, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. And there might be another game. (laughs) There just might be, buddy. We'll see you after the break. Bye, guys. Welcome back to Muppet Up. I'm Jack Hobbager. I'm Isaac Beach. Who do we got here? Hannah. Let me me try this. Hannah. Ron again. Wow. You said that as if you were a Norwegian yourself. It's a Norwegian name? Norwegian, yes. Wow. Interesting. Did you know that, Jack? I learn something new about you every day. Wow. You knew about my Norwegian heritage. But the audience didn't need to know that I knew. <laughs> we're creating a facade. It's sort of about... It's it's about the feelings, not the facts. Over on Muppet Up. Today we're talking about the classic, I'm going to say it, classic Muppet movie, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Carol. came out in 1992, and uh, starring Michael Caine. What? Kermit. Well, it stars Gonzo. Gonzo, Rizzo, Michael Caine. Miss Piggy's in it. She's in it. Statler, Waldorf. Yeah. They're all there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Robin. Yeah, Robin's there. No mm-hmm. scooter. No scooter this time. Scooter no. would not have fit in this picture, dare I say. I had a, I, I have an idea of where Scooter could have fit. But okay. anyway, um, Jack, you have not seen this movie before. I had not seen this before, no. This is the only Muppet movie, official Muppet movie that you had not seen before we did this podcast. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, right. Interesting. And um, I have seen this movie a bunch. Uh, this is a movie I'm, I was pretty familiar with. I remember watching it. Um, I had a VHS tape of it, and somehow my dad put it on the computer. Like, he digitized the mm-hmm. VHS tape, and I remember watching it on my dad's computer up in the attic uh, and loving it. I, I love this movie. It's a one of the Muppet movies I've seen the most, I would say. Hannah, what's your history with... Muppet Christmas Carol. I have watched this as recently as last Christmas. Wow. Um, I love this as a Christmas movie. I love Christmas. I love Christmas movies. Hey, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Aww. I know I know. at this point it's past Christmas. You know, we're gearing up for the new I'm year. I'm still in the spirit. The new year. But yeah, I'm... I'm still in the spirit. I love I love the spirit of giving. And, you know, this this movie tells us that the Christmas spirit can live inside yeah. us all year round. So the Muppets <laughs> took a classic uh, Charles Dickens story and they muppified it and retold it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing about this movie is it is the first Muppet movie to be released after Jim Henson passed away. This oh. is the first... Muppet movie to kick off sort of the 90s trilogy yeah. of Muppet Christmas Carol, Treasure Island, and yep. Muppets from Space. Which, I gotta say, well f***ing done. And this is exactly what I want to say. This is J- Brian Henson's first ever movie he ever directed, and we have sh- on Brian before. I think because... And I'll on him again? I'm not Someday. gonna sh- on him right now, but someday I will. But I think because of Happy Time Murders, I have it in my head that um, Brian Henson is a is a dumb shit. I think he did a great job, and and truly, and I don't say this lightly, I think with this movie, Jim Henson would have been proud. I think Jim Henson would have been very proud of all three of the, those movies. I think he would have too, and it and it does the for three of them as as a whole, take the Muppets and twist them and make them modern 
even if they're telling old stories like Treasure Island and Muppet uh, and Christmas Carol, um, and they're still innovating things. The puppetry, yeah. super good in this. Great, great, really, yeah. really good. Um, and this is the first ever Muppet movie to use uh, green screen to green screen out the Muppet performers, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And it actually, mm-hmm. I think it works pretty well in this. Yeah, I, I would have never noticed. Yeah, I, I, I think it's it's cool how yeah. it's used. It's used subtly, but it, it is it's in there. There there are little uses of modern, modern at the time. Yeah, effects don't detract. Like the like the the swirly sort of background yeah. thing that happens well, when they're going back in time or forward no, in time. It's not a problem. There are two to me. moments where I would say it does. Yeah, those two moments being, well, the first one, the major one being the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah, is a very weird looking character. Yeah, it's and a the weird the, design, the floaty effect that's used that looks computer. I think with Statler and Waldorf it works. Um, and uh, yeah. when they're how they're kind of yeah that's fine I, I like that in, I think it looks yeah. good but they, they're grounded in some way by the chains yeah yeah. and that I feel like adds to their their floating yeah. um, I don't know if it's so much the effect as much as the fact that 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 the, puppet the is horrifying it's very like, I don't know how it's much scary. of it is a puppet and how much of it is uh, a, a, a doll well, the face is definitely a puppet, and it's a bad one. I thought probably would is a wrong thought, but maybe Scooter could be there. Maybe Scooter. Oh, yeah. I thought that too. I was like, would why isn't the Scooter? I yeah. I don't agree. I'm not I'm not I'm not Scooter's biggest fan, so maybe that's it. I I would have preferred almost any. I would have preferred Scooter, I guess, to that creature. I, I think. Well, so in the beginning of this, it says dedicated to the memory of Jim Henson and Richard Hunt. Richard Hunt was Scooter's creator and puppeteer who only died um, a year before the movie was released. He's um, barely cold. In 1990 or 1991. So I understand why Scooter isn't in this. Also, yeah. he's a character that doesn't really need to be a part of like a period piece, I guess. Um, it's not like I missed him a lot, but it would have been fun to see him. Could have been Dr. Teeth. That would have been fun, well, although Dr. Dr. Teeth, Teeth was in it. He is in it, yeah. Not very much. No, not no, very not much very at much, all. They could have worked but, around that. But, yeah. So, yeah, they. But, but I also do enjoy that they made three new, really only, I mean, one new character for the ghost of past, present, and future. The ghost of the present was pretty fun, right? I, well, I love the future the is, a pup, is a new puppet too. Yeah, but it's like the Grim Reaper. It's not like the most original thing. No, I guess that's true. I liked the design of it. I did too. I thought it was cool. Looking. I thought yeah. that could have been Zoot. Oh, because he doesn't really talk anyway. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it could have been mm-hmm. Uncle Deadly. I mean, true, but also I liked what the way it was. Yeah, no, it's cool. And what this movie does really well is balance the source material with the Muppetiness. Yeah, and this is easily the most accessible. Christmas Carol adaptation. Good point. And but it doesn't um it doesn't dumb it down. There is like one to one uh translations from the text to the script in this of dialogue that Gonzo as Charles Dickens says or Scrooge says or Cratchit. Um and it works really well because of the performances. Like they they really sell it and and yeah, they're really emotive with with the words and and put a new light on it and I really appreciate that. Michael Caine is giving this picture his all. He is playing yes, it so straight yeah. and it is really like what makes this movie for me because yeah. it balances the silliness of the Muppets yeah. Yeah. with absolutely. his like amazing Scrooge. Yeah, so I've read that Michael Caine decided and told Brian Henson, I am not, I'm going to play this as straight as possible. I'm not going to wink at the camera. I'm going to act as if there's nothing wrong with there being Muppets around me. Right. You know, and right. Brian Henson was stoked on that. And I think it really works because it makes the whole movie more genuine and have more of an emotional impact, especially because the ending, because it's like, it's pure joy. And then it's like, we can all have a Muppety good time and have this big turkey dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Caine fucking kills it. He's great at Scrooge in this. You guys big oh, yeah. Michael Caine fans? 
Oh, I love Michael Jack, Caine. I love yeah. Michael Caine. I just recently rewatched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah. He's hilarious in that. And then here he shows, you know, he can do the series roles too. Mm-hmm. Big big Kane guys. Yeah, no, I, I love him. I think he's amazing. I'm a real Kane head. A real yeah. Kane hound. I'm a Kaner. You guys want to play a game? Hey. You know I love games. I like games too. This is Two Eyes and a Nose, Michael Kane edition. Cool. Refresher for those who don't know. Two Eyes and a Nose is a game we play here on Muppet Up that is two truths and a lie. Yeah, but we just decided to call it Two Eyes and a Nose. Because why? Muppets frequently have two eyes and a nose. Yeah, although there are plenty of instances where that is not true. Yes. Name one. Kermit. Oh, Scooter. Wow. Bunsen wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Bunsen and Honeydew are great in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, truly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Are you all guys right. ready to compete in two eyes and a nose? Mm-hmm. Everyone clear on the rules? Yeah, we're guessing uh, the nose. Yes. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Well, Jack. I guess technically this is still two no- two nices and a naughty because it oh, is still Jack. the Christmas. Goodness. It is still Christmas time. It's so this is two nices and two a naughty. Two nices and a naughty. So you had got to guess which one's the naughty. Okay, we're guessing the naughty. But I'm going to read all three of them. Okay. He earned a helicopter pilot's license while filming, and he, I'm referring to Michael Caine here. Okay. Okay. He earned a helicopter pilot's license while filming 1970's Too Late the Hero and maintains it to this day, making him the oldest licensed helicopter pilot in Britain. Cool. He is 88 years old. Wow. Okay. Two. He dated Bianca Jagger for two years, separating the year before she married Mick Jagger. Whoa. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And three... He is a fan of the chill-out music genre. He curated and released a three-album compilation called Caned in 2007. These are some... Dude, I really believe all of them. Good selected facts, because I I can tell which are naughty and which are nice. That is the the name of the game. I think I did know the third fact. I'm pretty sure... I've heard about that before. There's an image in my head. If that's not true, I'm definitely making up some sort of image of him on an album cover and there's a black background and he's like kind of dancing or in a pose. So I guess I'll move on. Even though when you read the first two, I was like, that's true. That's true. It's going to be the third one. It's going to be the third one. So I don't know. But you believe the third to be true. We're, we're both I guess guessing. I do. You're both okay. guessing. Okay. I guess I believe the third to be true. I don't know. What do you think of the third one, Hannah? Well, it's the most outrageous, although him being the oldest pilot, uh, helicopter pilot in Britain. Each, each of them has God an damn. element of what I can imagine a glint of scheming whimsy in Jack's eye as he plants that naughty little one in there. I think I, think I have my answer because if I remember correctly, you... I mean, I'll let, I want to let Hannah say her answer first, I guess. I am going to guess that Michael Caine did not date Bianca Jagger. Okay. So I'm going to guess the same thing because if I remember correctly, there was another two truths and a lie, two eyes and a nose, um, where you referenced something about Mick Jagger's wedding and I think that was also a lie. So I'm going to say that your mind, when you're coming up with these lies, goes into the subconscious of Mick Jagger's sex life and love life. So I'm going to lock in number two as the naughty. And I also said number two as my naughty as well. All right. Well, what can I say? I do love Mick Jagger yeah. and I'm very interested in his love life yeah. but that is true wow. oh wow that is a true wow. fact they separated in 1970 and Bianca married Mick in 1971 okay, okay. was Mick a rebound yes <laughs> nice understandable you, you point have to Kane. point Kane. now we're down to Kane and okay. helicopters well Isaac, you seemed fairly confident in the fact that yeah, very you remembered about Kane. I know, and it's absurd that I feel confident about it. And if it's a lie, I don't know why I think that's true. But I, I have How? an image in my head that I could be making up. But 
It's of that he has some records. What is? No, I'm actually I'm doubling down. That is fucking true. He's not the oldest helicopter well, what pilot. Well, what what is the um the like uh life's like how long have helicopters been around? A long time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it doesn't seem like eighty eight is the oldest helicopter well, he's the oldest pilot. Living. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh well, do you think that the helicopter pilots have like a lower lifespan? The first helicopter was uh, t- took flight in thirty nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. <laughs> we've been living in a helicoptered world for for a while. For yeah. a while. All yeah. right. Um, we're not talking planes here. What type of music did you say this came? Chill out. Like? Yeah. That sounds. That sounds right. I'm gonna go with. Oh God. Can I can I curse well, God's name on this podcast? You can't. You've both lost. Yeah. Already. Yeah. So this is just extra innings for for the sake. I mean, of it. I'm just I'm just saying that he made some records. That's what I know. But I'd like you to break the news to us. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, go ahead. Hey, what's, I, your, what's your now? Okay. My my now decision. Jeez, Louise. <sighs> I think. He is not the oldest helicopter pilot. He is not the oldest helicopter pilot. I made that whole thing up. Um, <laughs> really? So he yeah. has he has his records. He that yeah the cane thing is real. Yeah, that is a real thing that exists. I'm Can glad it, I didn't completely make. He that loves up. Okay. chill out. Yeah, yeah. And he made a mixed and has been and he apparently at the time said he'd been making mixtapes for friends for years. Wow. Of chill out music, and this is a mixtape. This is a uh, yeah, like a like a yeah curated compilation. Let's talk about the uh, the set design of Muppets Christmas Carol, guys. I'm so glad you said that, Isaac, because during the film, I was immediately just wowed. The opening sequence is really uh, a great way of of showing the city and the world that they have created. The sets look awesome. The houses, the buildings are really cool looking. And and everything uh, is sort of gray and a little drab, but yeah. it's not boring to look at no. at all. There's a lot going on. Uh-huh. And a lot of care and a lot of thought and attention to detail went into that. And I also loved how many new Muppets they made for this movie. Like, there were a lot of really yeah. cool new characters. The mice. Oh. Can we talk about the mice? We the mouse family. We all watched this together. Anytime there was a little mouse yeah. on the screen, I melted. Well, I just liked how uh, adorable. adorable. Yeah, there was like some new characters that like even had gray felt skin. Yeah, and I thought that was a cool way of showing very British. Yeah, how I British loved this was. the like um, the pig gentleman. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yes. I thought they were very fun. And you yes. guys remember that little bunny? Oh yeah, yeah, the little bunny. Sad. Yeah, really that little, little guy. Bunny. Yeah. So little I guess guy. the story behind this is that um, this little bunny was created. Uh, I guess to it, for some reason to please maybe Disney or they wanted a cute little character. This was his first appearance. Um, yeah, I think so. If my story is correct, and all of the Muppet performers really, really hated this tiny little bunny because they thought he was way too cute. And so what they did is they put him in situations where they would have the bunny get hurt or get trampled in the snow or get things thrown at him to kind of make them laugh and as a as a wink to we hate this Muppet. Yeah, um, there was a scene where he was shivering in the cold yeah. with only newspapers yeah. to keep him warm. And yeah, I found that sad. very sad. Um, but I think that's a funny little story. And I think it actually works better because it's like, you know, it gives it ha- makes you have more sympathy towards the people that Scrooge uh, affects in his life. I think for a lot of people, this is like the Christmas Carol adaptation, yeah. though. Because I think because of I mean the people that we're friends with and the people that we talked to about the Muppets were children or uh, maybe not even born yet when this came out and you know it was very accessible to them when they were growing up and it's a classic story that people love but also I think it just handles the source material source material really really well yeah and it balances everything. With the Muppetiness, and also, I think for really young audiences, there's like a level to it where it makes it 
easier to understand where you have basically the text and then say you have a you know Rizzo and his buddies behind mm-hmm. making jokes in reference to what is being said yeah that helps like you understand what's happening even more as a young kid because I feel like I know this story like the back of my hand yeah yeah I've I've seen this and like a stage production or two as a kid and you know this like it's just like this really sold the story for me I also think it um, softens some of the scarier images yeah. for kids mm-hmm. because you know there's the moment where the the doorknob turns into Marley's yeah. head yeah. and there's a couple of uh, you know spooky scary moments and I mm-hmm. think oh Rizzo mm-hmm. I I think he is a breath of fresh air in yeah. this yeah. one yeah I think that that's a great point I mean, the Muppets I, do that a lot yeah. and yeah. really well and it, it it really balances that because it's still like yeah Tiny Tim could die yeah and it's really sad yeah. oh it's that, heartbreaking that scene the, yeah. the christmas picture but, uh, but the muppets uh, still take you through that yeah and kind of can shepherd you yeah but and the muppets it's, also do really well when they're dealing with heavy subject matter yeah it, it's a nice balance of light and dark scary not too scary sad not too sad mm-hmm. and i think the visuals and the colors match yeah. that tone perfectly. Yeah. And props to Brian Henson. Again, yeah. I think he did a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. I guess um, they were, you know, weeks into filming this movie and Michael Caine found out that it was Brian's first ever movie he directed. And he was like, holy shit, like, this is great. You're doing a very good job. Oh. Yeah. Well, so that's adorable. Yeah, I think, I think this was a very successful Muppet movie and a really cool way to come back. Because uh, they hadn't really done anything like this necessarily as a movie. I mean, obviously they did fairy tale stuff back in the day and we've covered plenty of that. Also, since this is the first Muppet movie back since Jim passed away, this is Steve Whitmire's first time being Kermit in a movie. And another story I read, a beautiful story, is he was really, really nervous to go in and record the songs that Kermit was singing. And the night before, he had a dream where Jim Henson came to him in the dream and said, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be easy. It's all going to be fine. And he went and woke up the next morning with so much confidence, and he co- totally sold it. Kermit is awesome Kermit's in this great. movie. There's, Kermit is great And in he's us. not the main character, but he's a perfect role. It's a perfect Kermit role. He did a great, great job. Yeah. Steve Whitmire, please come back. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, just not only the voice, but just, like, the emotion and the performance is so it's great. It's good. Fun. Yeah. Fun. And, he I did, mean... He did... Kermit Justice. Let's talk about the songs for a second. What do you guys think of the songs? I really like the way that they use songs as a vehicle for storytelling yeah. in this one. Um, there's also, you know, those the songs about the spirit of Christmas and happiness and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Christmas the Christmas values. Yeah, exactly. We're but I like talking about One More Sleep Till Christmas. Oh! Oh, yeah. One that, More that Sleep Till one? Christmas was I, I'm big Banger. into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big this into that again, one. Again, a Paul Williams yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, movie. That. You yeah. did say that? Yeah. Okay, good. But yeah, and Hannah, I know you're a big fan of musicals. I'm sure you were pleased to be watching this. Oh, yes. I uh, really lobbied for this one last mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love a musical. I love joy. Mm. I love Christmas. This movie has it all. I love it all. So I think it's time for us to give our final thoughts and give our sweetums. I think you're right, Isaac. Yeah. I think it uh, is. Hannah, please. You're our guest. You're the best. Guests is best. Take it away. I mean, what's there to say that we haven't said already? I think it's a, a lovely film, a beautiful celebration of the Christmas spirit. I love well the Muppets. Said. I love Gonzo and Rizzo as our sort of guides through the Christmas Carol journey. Is it out yes. of um, five Sweetums? Yeah, it's zero out of five Sweetums. Zero out of five Sweetums. I would say like as a Christmas film, like a four and a half out of five Sweetums, mm-hmm. like really high up there. One of my favorite Christmas films. Uh, Absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Love, loved it. Loved watching it with you both. Mm-hmm. Love being on the pod. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Well, I couldn't agree more with Hannah. I'm also giving it four and a half sweetums. Uh, this is a really, really lovely movie. Um, I love what it represents as a new generation, uh, a new evolution of the Muppets. Yeah. Um, with all of these. Uh, new people taking over uh, Jim's work and putting so much love into it. Yeah, you know they really they really 
cared about this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. And you can see it, you know, uh, however many years later, 30 years later. Um, so yeah, four out of five, four, four and a half Sweetums out of five. I absolutely love it. I think it's great. There's very little bad about this movie other than a few weird looking CGI moments and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I don't give a shit. I love it. Jack, what do you think? I'd never seen it before. You had This was my first time watching this movie ever. And I was a huge fan. It is, uh, I think, the best thing that we have watched yeah. in a long time. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, I, I give it the same score as Emmett Otters, but it's a feature. I yeah. am giving this the same score as everyone. It's a yeah. clean sweep. Yeah. All three of us. Yeah. Four and a half out yeah. of five Sweetums. Yeah. I think it totally deserves it. It deserves it. It was good. Kicked off a fantastic trilogy, as we said. Mm-hmm. And I will be watching this future Christmases to come. Oh, yeah. I am so glad to hear that. This a new, a new Christmas classic. A new Christmas classic. Newly minted. Big fan. Thanks for thanks for uh, showing it to me, guys. I'm, I'm very honored to be a part of this. I'm very honored to be a part of this, which is Muppet Up. I'm also very honored to be a part of this, which is... We're honored to have you be a part of this. Yes. Anna. Well, thank, thank you, you Isaac. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for being and thank you. on... Isaac. Well, thanks, Jack. And thank you at home for listening. Yeah. And thank you, Aunt Abby. Thanks. And thanks, everyone, for your questions earlier. And thank you, Christmas. And thank you, Santa. Thank you, Santa. And thank you, Baby New Year. And thank you, you, Baby New Year. Oh, and thank thank you, you, Michael Caine. Michael Caine's oldest helicopter pilot in Britain. Michael Caine's chill, chill out album, Caine. Caine, 2007. Thank you for chilling me out with your chill ass vibes. I'm chill. That was our review of a Muppets Christmas Carol, and that wraps up another episode of Muppet Up. I'm Jack Hobbegger. I'm Isaac Beach. And as always, keep moving right along.